0: I have a very important heads up, like a public service announcement, but I have a concern with part of it. Okay. Valentine's Day is less than one month away. Today is the 15th of January. Valentine's Day is the 14th of February. We are inside of a month. Mm -hmm. And I know that the majority of the people who listen to this show are women. And I also know that a lot of women count on men to make the Valentine's Day plans. Okay. So I'm not sure how you pass the message along to your man, if you're one of those women, and let them know that you would like to attend one of my comedy shows, Valentine's Weekend.
1: Maybe your best friend is an upsider and your best friend can drop the hint or you drop the hints for your best friend. So if you have a, a best friend, that's also an upsider that is in a relationship, maybe you send a message to their significant other and say, Hey, Valentine's Day is in a month. FYI.
0: Yeah. And, 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 and it doesn't just have to be people in a relationship coming to the shows. Um, I know at least Uh, in front of the Marietta show at the Strand Theater on Valentine's Day, there's a singles meetup happening beforehand. Love that. So uh, the easiest way to get your hands on tickets is to text the word jokes to 800-434-5454. It's going to be an evening of stand-up comedy with myself, with my friends Lace and Jared, with our friend Chrissy McCluskey at the Marietta Show, uh, with a bunch of uh, my friend Steve Donovan's coming down from Boston, a bunch of very, very funny people. So whatever your relationship status is, spend it with us laughing 800-434-5454 is the number to text the word jokes and you'll get the links to get tickets sent right to your phone.
1: The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back.
0: My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful that Callie suggested moving recording of the show into the room we are in now because it has made my life much easier.
1: My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for socks.
0: I want to start today's episode off with a voicemail that demonstrates the power of living with gratitude. It's from a listener of ours named Liz. Hey, Callie and Jeff,
1: this is Liz. It is a rainy Monday morning here in Atlanta and I had to call... Um, So about 30 minutes ago, I was rear-ended on my way to work. And immediately, my thought process was, okay, well, I feel okay. It could be worse. It's not raining as hard as it was. Both cars were drivable so we could get off to the side of the road and get out of the way of traffic. Um, So I just want to say thank you to you guys and the Upside community and the power of gratitude because, I've been doing it. I've got my journal, and my kids do it every day with me, and it just it just makes a difference. So I'm calling that a win. For a car accident, first thing on a Monday morning. Thanks, guys. Bye.
0: I'm telling you, if you don't believe me and if you don't believe Callie, listen to people like Liz, there is something magical about the practice of daily gratitude.
1: I was just thinking about how ridiculous that message sounds to someone who has never practiced gratitude before. Because if you, Jeff Dollar, were listening to that A decade ago, you would have been like, oh my God, that is so. No one's gonna say, find something to be happy about, about rear ending someone on a Monday. Like, God, you would be that person.
0: I totally would. And then, you know what? And being totally honest, there are days where I would be that person today. But with gratitude in your life, like that shifts and those days become more and more sparse. And there's more positive days than negative days. So I'm not saying that if you start writing down one thing you're grateful for every single day, all of a sudden you're going to be like, like nothing's going to take you off. Like a, like a Disney bluebird, you know, just (laughs) like, like flying through the forest, happy as can be. No, you're still going to have days where your things are terrible, but it does shift enough that when things like car wrecks happen, you immediately shift to the upside of the situation. You immediately
1: like look outside, literally like Liz did, and look up, and you're like, oh, I'm glad it's not raining as hard as
0: it was an hour ago. I think I've told this story before, but my my therapist uh, still has told me a couple times about when she got two flat tires on the highway, and when the hero truck or whoever, AAA, pulled up to help her out, she was in a great mood and laughing. And he's like, I have never seen somebody so happy who got not one, but two flat tires. And she's like, but you know what? It's not raining right now. And I get to stand outside and the weather's beautiful and I get some sunlight on my face. And if if this happened yesterday, it was pouring rain. So, So
1: if you would like to be that person, practice gratitude. I'm telling you three months will change your life. That's all it takes. We were talking about, was it yesterday?
0: It was Monday's episode that uh, we we confessed what we didn't notice about our house.
1: We were talking about how Jeff and I did not realize we moved into a really cute older house and did not realize until we were literally moving in our move-in day that there are no closets in our house. And we asked for you to call and tell us what weird stuff you did not know about your house until you moved into it. And this one is, we got a couple of calls. This one's from Sarah and Marietta. So me and my husband and my two-month-old moved into a cute little two-bedroom condo, um, got in there, got our stuff on, or got our stuff in, and went to turn the lights on when it started to get dark and realized there was no overhead lighting in any of the rooms except the bedroom where there was a ceiling fan. So we had to scavenge, set up lamps to have lighting. Okay, thanks, guys. Bye.
0: Totally get that. You wouldn't walk into a house and look up
1: Yeah, and unless you're touring it at night, you wouldn't be going in to turn lights on.
0: My house was built in the 70s in my master bedroom. There's not a separate master bath. From my bed, you see the vanity at the
1: other end of the room, and you see the jacuzzi tub, and you see the shower. It's just all one big honeymoon suite style master bedroom. We haven't decided if we're going to redo it yet or not. Anyway, love your show. Thanks. That was Kelly from McDonough.
0: I would hope, first of all, I'm sure she noticed that before she moved in. Yeah, I was just going to say. Second of all, I hope at least the toilet is in a separate...
1: Yeah, because that would be real
0: awkward. Right, especially if you're sound asleep and your significant other gets up and <laughs> you open one eye and see that. No, no we don't nope. do that in our house. I know some people are all into that and they're fine with the, with the number one and the number two in the same room at the same time in the same whatever. Nope, not in our house. If it was If it was possible to have a home and in the home there was a tunnel to an outhouse in the backyard, I would use that. You would? Yes. I have no interest in you knowing anything about what happened.
1: I have no interest in you knowing that about me either. So we're good on that. So
0: that house would not have worked for us. No, No. that
1: would have been a pass for us. Uh, We have one more from Nicole, Duluth, Minnesota. One of the weirdest things about the old house that I am renting right now is the power outlet situation. So the weirdest part is there's not a single power outlet in my bathroom I had to kind of make a little station in my dining room slash hallway so that when I want to do my hair or you know plug in my blow dryer or my curling wand or my straightener I have to like do it in the hallway and set up this little mirror in there so I mean it works out fine but it's just something that when I moved in I never noticed and then I went to go get ready one day and I was like there's no outlets in here so yeah, I was just sharing my little old thing about my old weird house. So, and yeah,
0: loving. Bye. That is so weird. I and it, again not. Something, I would notice. Nope, you would not notice, and uh, that that is something that you should pay attention to because there's nothing worse than rooms with zero. Electrical. It's the
1: weirdest thing. Someone messaged me on Instagram also and sent me a picture of their bathroom. And they're like, we don't know why this is a thing. But our master bath has a stand-up shower, a bathtub, and another shower in the bathtub.
0: So... So two showers in a bathtub. So two shower heads in the same bathtub, or a bathtub with a shower head. A bathtub with a shower and head and a separate shower, and then a
1: separate shower. So they could have used the space like for something else, but they thought I don't know what they were thinking. But why, they have.
0: Why would you do that?
1: Yeah, I don't know. It was so weird. She sent me a picture, and I was like, Oh no 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 no! no. That's because you have a separate bath and then a separate shower. And then I looked inside the shower head. I'm like, oh, oh, that's really weird.
0: Every year, a group of friends and I go to lunch in December. To celebrate just the Christmas and there's a couple birthdays at the end of the year and whatever. And it's uh it's it's four of us, four guys, mm-hmm. and then we always invite a couple other people. So it's y- usually four uh, plus strays. Four plus strays. It it got canceled this year or last year in December because I had to go up to Syracuse and my mom passed and and which they, was
1: really nice of them. Yep, they didn't
0: want to do it. So they scheduled it for yesterday. Where I once again proved how awkward I am and how I should not be allowed in public.
1: Now I'm wondering how really awkward you can be because these are people that you have known for like a dozen years. Yes, like these are all people that were in our wedding.
0: Yes, all three know them really well. All three of the guys uh, were all groomsmen in my wedding. Mm -hmm. Okay, so one of them has a son who is turning 13 this year. So he's having his bar mitzvah. Mm -hmm. And I said, in the middle of the lunch, something about the fact that I really liked the save the date for the bar mitzvah, and I look at it every day because it has a magnet on it, and it's on our refrigerator. Yeah. And as I finished that sentence, I realized— that maybe not everybody. Everyone at the table got invited. Oh, that's the worst. Got invited, and then I have to call. I have to call my my friend whose son is turning thirteen because he said something like, "You know, it's really weird that you even got that because they were only supposed to go to out of town guests, but a couple of in town people got them as well." Oh which me, that's when it reinforced it. And I'm like, Oh man, he's covering. He's totally covering because Awkward. nobody else. And then we ended up talking. So now he's
1: going to have to add at least four Two heads to his thing, which we, you know, got married. Not that long. Not that, not that time long. Oh my gosh. What's not wrong with that your words? that long ago. We were writing checks for our wedding and adding four people.
0: I know. Is it? Yikes. Is, is a
1: bar mitzvah. Same thing.
0: Same structure as a wedding, mm-hmm. like where you pay per, per it is. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. So you probably owe him like 400 bucks now. <laughs>
0: no, I got it. I felt really bad. Foot in mouth. I'm so, I am truly, honestly, the worst and should have no public interactions with anybody ever. Well,
1: I'm going to brag on you a little bit because Jeff did something so sweet the other night that I just was like, oh my gosh, heart melt. And We, if Jeff is feeling stuffy, he snores and then it wakes me up and I have to, I have like such a weird schedule and, and, or when Jeff was in radio and I would be sick, we would sleep in separate beds. Cause Jeff's like, I literally cannot afford to be sick. Like my job depends on me not being sick. So I can't be sick. So I love you, but I have to sleep in a different room. So last night He was feeling snory, I guess, but he knows. No,
0: it was the night before I asked you how you slept and you said I was fine, but in the middle of the night, you started snoring. So I went into the guest room and I felt really bad because you said that it was like an hour before your alarm went off.
1: Right. So it wasn't long enough to get back into a deep sleep really, but it was fine. So I went in the guest room for my last hour of sleep and i was kind of lagging the next day so i wake up the next day and i notice that jeff isn't in the bed with me and i i seriously get so sad i mean i tell jeff all the time like i hate waking up without you. I mean, it just feels so weird to me. I love being under the covers and like putting my leg next to his leg. Like I just, it's my thing. And I love being near him. So it really is sad to me when I wake up and he's not there or like on a Saturday when he lets me sleep in and he gets up to start working. I'm like, Oh, I'm so sad that you're not here when I wake up. So I wake up this morning, my alarm goes off and Jeff walks in the door, like to the bedroom. And it's 2.30 in the morning. So I'm thinking, why is Jeff up now? Because usually if he sleeps somewhere else, I'll wake him up and he'll walk me out to my car on the way to work. And he said, I set my alarm to wake up so I could get back in here before you woke up so you wouldn't wake up alone. And I just thought that was the sweetest thing ever.
0: Well, I I didn't know if I was going to be... Snorry or not. Like I still feel a little, I can't. You sound
1: a little stuffy. I do. Mm
0: -hmm. I think I, I don't know what it is. It's like residual. I don't know if it's residual because I feel like it went away and now it's back. I don't know. And the weather that we've had, I have really no idea what's going on with my head this winter. I do know that I have avoided a sinus infection, which is the worst thing on the planet. So I'm happy about that. But I didn't want to risk you being woken up by me for two nights in a row. So I just decided regardless of whether or not I'm going to snore, I'm going to sleep on the couch. And I thought your alarm, I was certain that your alarm went off at two forty-five.
1: The first one goes off at two 30 and the second oh. one goes off at two 40.
0: Got it. So I set my alarm for two 30 That's and so sweet. And then I woke up and I came in there. And I was so bummed because I just wanted you to wake up. and, you know, and was, be there.
1: That was just the sweetest Thing in the entire world, I'm still beaming. It's the little things, and you know this in marriage, but um, that just—I thought that was just so adorable.
0: Uh, we have $500 from Brown and Company. Jewelers. Oh, by the way, yes. Before
1: we get into this, yes, I do find it really weird. We have a guest room, a really comfortable guest bed, and Jeff would rather sleep on the couch than in the guest bed, which I, I find is so weird.
0: I love couch sleeping. Love I know you do, it. but
1: I—I I guess I just don't get it.
0: I would sleep on the couch that you're sitting on right mm-hmm. now, um, except that weirds me out because you can see it from the front door. And okay. Even though nobody's going to come to our door at midnight, I don't know why it just weirds me out that like someone could people see could look at me while I'm sleeping. I don't know why that weirds me out. So I sleep on the couch in the but other it's room. It's so weird
1: to me that you wouldn't want to curl up. In a bed.
0: No, I love sleeping on couches. So weird. Love it, love it, love it.
1: Anyways, back to Brown & Company.
0: Brown & Company Jewelry. Callie has a lot of experience with them and I loves do. them. And by the way, happy birthday to Sarah Beth. at Brown Happy and
1: birthday, pa- Sarah Beth.
0: Uh, I saw it on Instagram that it's her birthday. Uh, but she said, she knows that Callie's such a fan. And she said, I think your listeners would be uh, excited about $500 gift certificates at Brown and & Company.
1: And I said, heck yes, we would.
0: All right, the way you can grab one this week is by listening to every single episode of The Upside because we have got a chance to win inside of every single episode. Uh, today's word is coffee, C-O-F-F-E-E. Text the word coffee to 800-434-5454 and you are entered to win. If you haven't already done so, Text the word we gave you in yesterday's show and text the word we gave you in Monday's show for two additional chances to win. We're going to give you another word tomorrow and another Friday. Those are two more chances to win. And today, Katie Burke, who writes our Pick Me Up newsletter for us, is going to be revealing one of those bonus words on her Instagram account.
1: Her Instagram account is Katie, K-A-T-I-E, Muse, M-U-S-E, Burke. B U R K. And if you go to her Instagram sh- stories, she's giving you another code word for today that you can um, text to add yourself another entry and get more, um, you know, chances to win.
0: Yeah. You can do one keyword per phone number, but you can do every single keyword to increase your chances to win. So coffee to 800-434-5454. That is today's code word and go follow Katie Muse. Burke on Instagram. Grab a second code word there sometime today.
1: I wouldn't say life insurance is exactly something fun, but it is really important for us to think about, and it's something that Jeff and I have been talking about a lot lately. Policy Genius can help you with that by getting you quotes side by side so you can see what you actually need, and it takes the guesswork out of it. They'll also handle all of the red tape for you. Go to PolicyGenius.com, and when they ask you how you heard about them, say you heard from the Upside podcast. Again, that's PolicyGenius.com.
0: The only thing... Thing that I like better than sleeping on a couch is sleeping on our brand new Spartan mattress from Brooklyn Bedding. Now, the the scientific part of this says that individually encased coils and proprietary comfort foams with a smart, smart fabric cover are what makes the Spartan so special. It also absorbs your body heat and transforms it into far infrared rays of energy that get emitted back to you for a more restorative sleep. Also awesome. The Spartan also features Titan Cool, which responds to your individual body temperature to give you the perfect sleep environment. Here's what I know about the Spartan by Brooklyn Bedding. I've gotten the best sleep of my life on it. It is so comfortable and it does somehow regulate your temperature. I don't know how to explain it. It just does. You can get 25% off every order with the promo code UPSIDE when you go to brooklynbedding.com. So if you're looking for the best sleep ever, brooklynbedding.com, promo code UPSIDE, and you'll save 25% off everything on the website, including their mattresses that start at just $499.
1: You've heard us talking about Skillshare, which is an online learning community. They have thousands of classes in literally almost everything you could want to know how to do. And I was really excited when I logged on today and saw that Emily Henderson from HGTV, I can't speak, is hosting a class. It's called Style Your Space, Creative Tips and Techniques for Interior Design. Are you kidding me? An HGTV professional that I love following on Instagram has a Skillshare class. I'm definitely taking that one and I'm really excited about it. Right now, they're giving you two free months of a premium membership when you go to skillshare.com slash upside. Again, that gets you two free months. So what do you have to lose? Nothing. Go sign up right now. Skillshare.com slash upside.
0: Yesterday, I reported that an acquaintance of mine sent me a message on Instagram. And she said, I'm sitting in a restaurant right now. And there's somebody here talking smack about you. And then she disappeared.
1: I think first of all, before we get even down this conversation, I think that this should be a good reminder to everyone that you shouldn't talk smack about people in public because you never know who's around. I made this mistake two years ago and I'll never forget it. It was awful. What did you do? I don't really, well, I'll go into it. Um, I (laughs) was, somebody asked me about one of your old coworkers and I was like two glasses of wine deep and really still emotional about it. And I just gave my honest opinion on just because they had hurt us so much. And I just am not a huge fan of them as a what person.
0: If, well, two years ago. So what of my co-workers from my old, old show or yeah. just my old show?
1: And um, then I got a message two days later and from someone that said, Hey, I just wanted to let you know, I was in the bathroom stall when you were going on your little rant. And I think you're a terrible human being and I'm telling all my friends to unfollow you and you are absolutely horrible. You are so fake. I can't believe that I ever followed you this whole thing. So I was so destroyed about this. I wrote her back. I apologized. I was like, you know what? That was a really horrible thing. I feel like such a jerk and I'm so sorry. Then the more I sat on it, I got kind of mad because I was like, why were you sitting in a bathroom stall? So you could listen. Cause you know what I mean? Like trying to like catch me and everything that I said. So I was like, well, that was kind of mean. Um, but I definitely learned like that is a nasty way for me to be. And I don't want to be like that. So I will never make that mistake again.
0: Well, this person, and she took a picture of him and I don't, it was. It's not a great picture. I don't recognize him, but she finally wrote back and told me what she heard him say. Yeah, and it 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 only makes sense under one possible scenario.
1: Did it make you sad?
0: Um. It makes me s- no kind of. I don't know. Here's what she says. It bums said. you out. I don't even know if it bums me out because I don't know in what context it was used. Okay. So. What did he say? He said, what she overheard him say was that guy, she had said my name, my first and last name, which got her ears listening, Mm -hmm. and then said, I've never heard that guy say anything nice about anyone. And that's all she reported.
1: Now, what I said to Jeff is, Maybe the context that she didn't hear is maybe he was like using that as a compliment to whoever he was talking about. Like, oh, Jeff Dollar likes whoever it is and he doesn't like anybody. So right. I was like, well, maybe he's using it as a compliment. Like Jeff is a really hard judge of character and he really likes this person. So I don't know. In, or it that could, was my thought.
0: Or it could have also been he could have like because i don't know who the person is so it could be a total stranger who only knows me from social media and whatever so the other person could have been talking about like bragging about me right like the show or saying positive stuff and then this guy could have responded with jeff dollar and they're like yeah and he's like really I haven't heard that guy say anything nice about anyone who only know, who doesn't know. Oh, who knew you like from the birth show was just like, or who just doesn't know who hasn't kept up with you. Yeah. The only thing that, that trips me up is that it is a restaurant that I have gone to. Like it's, it's not completely outside of my
1: bubble. Involved. So we, every time you go to this restaurant, you see people, you know, every single time
0: my, and the, so the that was the one thought that I had. And then, the other thought was, there are a couple people, and I think we all have these people, and I always, when I walk away from them, I always feel kind of bleh about them, but they are, are people whose whose language and form of engagement is negativity or drama. Okay. and And the only way that you can engage with them is like with negative, like that's their language. Like they, they only want to chat you up.
1: So you think what if it, so you're thinking, what if it was someone that I engage with in a negative way because they're negative and that's how I kind of bond with them? Like, cause we're like, Oh yeah. Did you hear about this or whatever?
0: Yes. And if that's the case, it kind of serves as a reminder to me to like live the upside more authentically and not
1: Even with people that aren't upsidey at all, I have the same, well, it's a similar issue um, with someone that I know and I don't see them very often, but I realized last month that every single time I see them, I say bad things about myself or I dumb myself down or I start putting myself down in their presence. And I was like, why do you do that? but it's just something about that person where i feel like i'm bonding them by de- with them by degrading myself and the person said something to me like oh i really like your shoes and the first gut instinct out of my mouth was oh thanks they're old from you know what i mean like why why am i doing that why am i not just saying hey thank you right But it's when, every time I see that person, I either say something negative and usually it's about me, but but, do
0: they do the same thing? Like, are you responding to how they are? Is that,
1: um, I know them to be a really negative person. Right. So maybe that's my way of being negative without having to be negative about someone else. Um, because every time I see them, they're hurling insults about people. So maybe subconsciously, I feel like if I give this person the insult, then they I, won't have anything to talk about me. I don't know, but I do it all the time. And it's a reminder to me too. I'm like, why do I do that? Why do I revert to this person? I don't want to be when I'm around that person because their energy is just so um, not the energy that I want.
0: Well, the first it's step, weird. and that's kind of what, where- Basically,
1: the moral of the story is check yourself.
0: The, well, <laughs> and I also think, but- Yes. Be aware that you're doing it. But I think in situations like that, you have to make, I'm going to make a really conscious effort to change the tone of the engagement. So I'm picturing like one person in my mind where uh, he just always has bad news. Like he wants to talk about you know, we work in radio, so we know a lot of people who lose their jobs or formats change, stuff like that. So he always wants to give me an update on somebody that we may know who's had a negative radio experience or wants to, like, bring up the past with me and, and talk about how bitter I must be or whatever. And rather than do the difficult work of,
1: hey, man, I don't,
0: uh, you know, ho-, you, like, rather than say the longer it's harder thing. To,
1: yeah. It's harder to like,
0: it's harder to change the energy than it is to flow with it.
1: Yes. And I've tried that. Um, I actually have made it a concerted effort to do that with someone that likes to not gossip to me, but say negative things to me about other people. And it was making me so uncomfortable because my thought is, well, if, this person's saying bad things about other people. I'm sure that as soon as I turn around, they're saying bad yes. things about me. And we know those people. Like, yes. I know Jeff has told me a story about someone that's, you know, hasn't been in his life for a long time. But he is like, I've always felt so uncomfortable around them because I knew they were talking about me the second I walked away. So,
0: but I knew that they were talking crap about me because I would spend however much time with them every. You and know, they would
1: unload about everybody else. And they
0: all they would do is gossip and talk negatively about other people. <laughs> and then when I... La- it was a person who used to cut my hair. And, and, and we had a bunch of mutual friends. And the entire haircut was spent crap-talking other people. And then I went along with it. And then I left. And I always felt like garbage. One, because I don't really dislike yeah. those people. I had no reason to crap-talk. And two, because... I knew that she would be crap talking me to the next person to sit in their chair.
1: Right. So you're just like, well, this is weird. And in that situation, you've removed yourself and you're like, Ugh, I just can't go to her anymore. Yeah. It just makes me
0: feel bleh. I didn't need to stay there. There's a supercuts on every corner. Bye bye. Bye bye. And
1: then with me, uh, with my person that likes to say the negative things about people to me, what I said to this person last time was, oh, really? I think that person looks great. Do you know even if I, I mean, I didn't even look at the person to see if I agreed. I just immediately combated it with something positive.
0: Here's, um, have you heard about this technique when somebody, which I think is so brilliant, but when somebody makes a, it's the words that, a, 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 um, a, not just an offensive joke, but like a, is it discriminatory or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like w- whether it's, anti-woman or racist or homophobic or whatever the category is of nastiness. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of this technique uh, where somebody makes a, a, a nasty joke about whatever? Pick your, you know, uh, a category of person, women. You just respond to them with like, with asking them, why is that funny? <laughs> and you make them, like in all sincerity, like you say, I don't get it. So I can't, I can't think of uh normally I would have all sorts of offensive things ready to go, but now that I need one, nothing. But <laughs> like, so if somebody makes a joke about, uh.
1: Well, you go, could say if somebody makes a joke about being married, like about your wife.
0: Like, yes. Like, oh yeah. Well, you know what? It's like uh, the old ball and chain. You just go, I don't, what do you mean though? What do you mean? The old ball and chain. <laughs> like, you know, you know how she's like, always keeping you down and negative and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what? no, what do you mean? And you just keep going with the, can you explain it? Because at some point they either have to admit being.
1: Or they have to change the subject and be like, can you, can somebody pass the ketchup?
0: Yes. So, so maybe apply that to those negative people in your life who always want to bring you down. And when they go, God, isn't she a terrible person? Then you say, why is she a terrible person? Why? And then let them explain it and say, you think that makes somebody terrible? You know? So anyways. I have a
1: friend that's, that has a secret that she uses um, with people like that too. And her secret is to go, huh, that's interesting. And, and just nothing le- else. Just look at them and say, oh, that's interesting.
0: God, there's no worse and you're way, like, what? way to receive a joke than, oh, that's interesting. You're like, oh. Uh, what? You know that was a joke, right? <laughs> what? Uh. So, anyways, I know that's a weird tangent, but uh, maybe take something from that. Yeah. And don't talk crap in public because people can hear.
1: Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss
0: an episode of The Upside.
1: As I'm sure you've heard, we're at the beginning phases of coming up with a Callie and Jeff brand. And I say brand, like, okay, we have a brand and the upside with Callie and Jeff and callieandjeff.com. But we launched our show uh, just thinking, okay, well, we'll have some time to develop a brand. And that didn't happen. Um, The show did super well out of the gate, which we're so excited about and happy about and grateful for. But we didn't have time to come up with proper branding, a proper message, a proper logo, a proper all of that thing. So we're doing it now. And we yeah,
0: we didn't have time to put our brand together while our super supportive Facebook group of 15,000 people was growing while while we were getting uh, foster kids Christmas presents in eight minutes or less. We didn't have time to pick a good color for a logo or come up with a mission. (laughs) statement for the next five years but now we do
1: now well it's not that we have time we have to make time because it's very important and we're working with a company called telia agency who's putting together um they're basically researching what we are who we are who we think we are and who you think we are (laughs) so they need your feedback on us and they've set up a survey and you can get that survey by texting our phone number
0: yeah text the word survey S-U-R-V-E-Y to 800-434-5454. And if you've got a few minutes, it's about a dozen questions long and there's some demographic information, but then there's some also some places for you to give feedback about us and what you like and what you don't like and what you wanna hear more of and what you wanna hear less of and all of that. Uh, Just fill it out. It's completely anonymous. Be as honest as possible and know that Callie and I won't see it. It goes directly to Leah Leah at Telia Agency. So she is going to break that down and use that to help develop this community of ours. And so you are essentially
1: creating our brand by giving us feedback and letting us know what you think our brand is. Um, You're building our future. So thank you so much.
0: Text the word survey to 800-434-5454. So y'all are
1: talking about Callie being kind of jealous about Lexi and how she talks to Jeff. Lexi, I, I call her Lexi when I don't want her to know that I'm talking about her. So I think that is super cute and I would feel the same way. So I just Googled, can Lexi, I used her real name, can she have a male voice? And it said, no. What the heck? Because my Siri has a male voice with a very attractive Australian accent. So Lexi can have an Australian accent or a British accent, but she cannot be a male voice. So Callie, I got your back. I would be jealous too. Maybe vitamins have been something that's on your long-term to-do list for, let's be honest, way too long because it can be really overwhelming to figure out what you need, what the best brand is, what do I get, what do I do? You find yourself in the aisle of a drugstore, just mystified because it's confusing and complicated, but it doesn't have to be. Care of is making that so much easier. You want to go to takecareof.com, right? You're going to fill out a survey. They're going to ask you questions about your lifestyle, what your goals are, and they're going to put together individual daily vitamin packs for you with everything that you need. You don't have to do anything and they're going to ship it right to your front door. So seriously, you don't have to do anything. All you have to do is take their survey at takecareof.com. And right now they're offering you 50% off, which is, The best deal I've ever seen them give when you enter the code UPSIDE50 at checkout. So, again, that's takecareof.com. Enter the code UPSIDE50. Hi, Jeff and Callie. This is Angelica, and I'm a first time caller, wanting to let you guys know that I love listening to your podcast. I get up every morning, listen to you guys first thing in the morning to get my day started. I listen to other podcasts throughout the afternoon. And I've just realized that other podcasts are slightly lazy. They don't create daily podcasts. Keep up the good work. I love you guys. Hey, Kelly. Hey, Jeff. I'm just listening to podcast 109 don't shoot me i've had the flu i've been out sick for several weeks so i've not been in my car literally anyway um the one thing that i cannot do have never been able to do i'm 46 years old and i cannot do a cartwheel never been able to do a cartwheel scared to death too but besides that anyway have a good day bye hey guys i'm with callie on the whole over the top proposal I think it's unrealistic because life is hard and people lose their jobs and people end up with jobs that don't make as much money. And I just feel like if you start out with that kind of expectation, like getting engaged at the Eiffel Tower or whatever, then I think it's unrealistic for real life. And I think it's wonderful and beautiful, but I don't know that it's realistic that you can keep the bar that high for the rest of your life. So, anyway, I support Callie. I'm with you on this, girl. Y'all have a great day. Bye. Hi, Callie and Jeff. This is Amanda from Richmond, Virginia. I was just listening to Callie's response about the best time to uh, capture your gratitude thoughts. And while I definitely agree that doing it first thing in the morning can set your day up right, I wanted to provide a counter perspective, too, that doing it at the end of your day forces you to reflect back on the day and perhaps think a little bit differently or observe a moment that you might have missed otherwise. So just food for thought, uh, a different way to to think about the uh, benefits of Capturing your gratitude moments at the end of the day versus the beginning of the day. Thanks, guys. Love your show. Here we
0: go, baby. And it's time to get up because we are always just everyday people doing amazing things.
1: Energy on 10, feeling good. Let's go out there and get it.